If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and checking out Tuesdays with Tammy. And today I want to talk about something that I believe is a mindset shift that must happen if you grew up in a hoarded home. And it can be easy to buy into the idea that because you didn't grow up with nice things, that now maybe you're not worthy of nice or good things. And as the adult kid of parents that hoard or hashtag A-K-O-P-T-H, I can relate to the idea that we have to shift our thinking about ourselves as well as our environment. And so there is a fundamental belief, I think, that not only the person that grows up in the hoarding takes on, but also the person that hoards. There is like this trauma that exists in the person that hoards, as well as other people that are exposed to the hoarding that are living in that home. And the belief that I see people clinging to is I am not worthy of nice things or I don't deserve nice things. And I think it's very important to reflect on why you think that, but it's equally important to look at how you can shift that so that you can have nice things so that you can live in a clean environment. And the, sh the shift is to say something like, I am worthy of nice things. I deserve nice things. And when I'm talking about things, I'm not talking about an excess of those things, but enough so that you're comfortable and able to use your space the way it's intended. And when you think about what you deserve or what you could potentially have, the things that I'm talking about are things that work, things that match, items that aren't broken, things that don't need to be fixed, and also things like having a complete room, painted walls, the baseboards are down, the floors are finished, there is no pet feces lining the floor. Those are things that you want to look at. And the reason that you want to have nice things, the reason why you want to have a pet-free, poop-free area is so that you can walk barefoot or sock foot in your house so that you can actually enjoy your space and not worry about needing to pick up after your dog or your cat or whatever. Like they go in their designated space where they're supposed to go to the bathroom, not everywhere where you're walking. That helps you enjoy your space. Not to mention 
That means they're behaving. That means you're not smelling it. And it's very important to recognize that pets are a source of joy, but they can also be a source of stress if you aren't keeping up after them. Having a clear space, having a good couch to sit on or a chair or a table where you can have a conversation allows you to focus on relationships that are important to you. It reduces the shame and fear of inviting people in. If your environment is such that you're comfortable in it and your guests are comfortable in it. And not only that, it means that you can relax in your own home. When I look at hoarding and when I've worked with people that have hoarding issues, that sense of shame and anxiety is so high that there is not peace in that home. There is not peace as the person sits in their clutter. And the other reason for that is hoarding is about trauma. And if you haven't addressed the trauma that's causing you to hoard in the first place, how are you going to have peace? How are you going to feel like you're valuable or worthy or deserve something better? People tend to believe what they're told when they're young. And then you continue to believe that as you get older. And unless you start addressing those beliefs or those negative things that someone has said about you, how are you going to move forward? How are you going to declutter if you don't think you're valuable enough to deserve a clean space? How are you going to allow nice things in if you don't believe you deserve them or you're not worthy of them to begin with? And it all comes down to the trauma issues that cause people to hoard, the trauma that spills over onto the other people who are living in the hoarded situation or exposed to it. And you just keep continuing this ball of trauma until someone says, enough already. I don't want to live like this anymore. I won't live like this anymore. I have seen the level of conflict in relationships be astronomically high when one person is basically clutter blind, doesn't see it, and the other person is a neat person who the clutter drives them nuts. There's this inherent conflict in the space, in the home, in the relationship. And unless you are addressing all facets of this in some way, at some point, you aren't going to have peace. You aren't going to relax. And yes, I have talk to people who have divorced over this clutter and hoarding issue. And it isn't just the clutter and the hoarding that causes that. There's friction in the relationship. There's lack of awareness of how hoarding impacts the other people. There's a lack of awareness around the fact that hoarding is stuff, but the real underlying issue is trauma. And we have to start addressing that piece as well as the aspect of the stuff. And so we have to look at this <clears throat> in a more holistic way, in a way that addresses not only the visual problem that you can see immediately, but all those underlying issues as well. And 
you have to look at it from the perspective of, I didn't like what I had growing up in some ways. So I had to change what I had in my life later when I did have a choice, but it took separation from the situation. It took me going into the military and getting away so that I could have a different perspective on what life could look like. And through that process and a lot of other steps on the journey, I was able to shift to the idea that I am worthy. I am valuable. I do deserve a peaceful home, a calm environment. Um, I do deserve positive relationships Um, people that want to see me do well, people who will say that they are glad they know me, that they are proud of my accomplishments. And you don't always need that from other people. But if other people have been negative, it does help to have that positive as you try to move forward in your life. And I know that with 19 million people in the USA alone dealing with hoarding issues, that there are a good amount of people that are impacted by this issue. There are a good amount of kids that are in college right now dreading going home to the hoarded space that they've escaped. There are people in the military who would choose to not go home on leave because that is just not an environment you want to return to after you've experienced cleanliness and hospital corners on the bed and this level of cleanliness and order and it's very difficult to shift and go back into that chaotic environment even if you miss your family even if you miss your your sibling or your other relatives it can be really difficult to return to that environment because you have taken all these steps to shift your environment shift your mindset and move into something different so There are lots of actions once you start to decide you don't want to live in that hoarding environment anymore. There are a lot of actions you can take to start moving yourself out of that situation. And I'm speaking specifically to youth that are living in that situation where it can feel hopeless and you have no control over your environment. So there are little things that you can start to do to figure out how you're going to get out of there. Because I'm telling you, you're valuable, you're worthy, you deserve nice things, you deserve a safe space to be, you deserve support and love and kindness. And that's not always the case when you're growing up in a hoarded home or a similar chaotic environment where you may feel like you're not as important as the stuff and all the drama that's going on around you. So just think about the fact that you are worthy. You do deserve all good things and know that there are people who have escaped these situations. I'm not going to joke about it. It's a lot of hard work to shift some of the trauma and drama you grow up with, but it's worth it. And there are people who get it and we're working hard to, to change this conversation because there is so much work that needs to be done around the issue of hoarding. And it's time for us adult kids, parents that hoard and the youth living in the hoard and the spouses that have survived it, the siblings that see it, 
it's time for us to have a space at the table and a voice on this issue. And that's what we are endeavoring to do through the podcast here. You can also visit thehoardingsolution.com where you can check out the blog and some of the other information that is available for people that are trying to work through this issue. And you can also join us in the Hoarding Solution group. And I have that group on both Facebook as well as LinkedIn. So thank you for stopping by and listening to Tuesdays with Tammy on the Hoarding Solution podcast. And I wish you all a great day and um, just know that you are not alone on the journey. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution.